Are you having a good day? Make it better with a couple of wise guys. You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. gentlemen to another episode of a couple of wise guys the show where members of the illustrious lwg close wise guys for those of you that didn't know we all come together to talk about what's on our minds in our hearts and everything else under the sun i am one of your co-hosts dan to my right is rudy one of your other co-hosts hello hey. rudy hi dan how you doing i'm all right i'm feeling pumped right now Let's i don't go. know why i shouldn't Let's be and to my go. left because eslam's not here we got henry once again, Henry. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. All right. So for those of you who tuned in last time, or last week for that matter, we oh. talked about our predictions and expectations for E3. That is the gaming conference, that the, the biggest gaming conference that happens every year. The Electronic Entertainment. Yep. This show is going to be a post-E3 show, and we're going to talk about what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like, and... Well, the pes- press conference. Yeah, the press conference. Yeah, because E3 is still going on as we speak. Mm-hmm. But uh, the press conference is show off the main games that the games uh, the, that the gaming platforms are trying to promote. And the floor is also going to have new games, but not the ones that are as popularized as the ones that were shown at the gaming conference. Um, if you listen to our last show, we gave you some information on how to catch those, and hopefully you did. And we're going to talk about our reactions today about it. So, first conference... Well, that happened was the EA conference. Before you get into it, I just want to specify that we did not and are not going to be talking about on Nintendo unless you guys have anything you want to mention. But we really did. You see the press conference at all for that one? No, no. no. None of us really saw that or the PC conference. So if you're looking for that, sorry, we didn't really do those. But we got pretty much all the other ones down. And if you didn't see that, I mean, if that's what you're looking for and you came here for that and we disappointed you, we're sorry. Tune in on Friday when we have a completely different topic and something else for you to listen to. Absolutely. Let's go. Uh, first conference was EA. Right out the gate, they started with Titanfall 2. Um, for those of you... Actually, no, if you're listening to this, you definitely have every idea of what these games are all about. So, Titanfall 2 is obviously a first-person shooter where you get into a big machine and then you can shoot some more. Um, personally, I'm not excited for the game just because I played the first Titanfall and wasn't what I liked. wasn't anything crazy. What they're trying to do with the second game is they're trying to put it on multi-platforms because Titanfall 1 was only on the Xbox. didn't sell that well. And EA pretty much was like, we could make a lot more money if we put it on both platforms. So they're bringing it to PlayStation 4. A lot of fans are going to be happy about this. A lot of fans are going to be like, well, you didn't give it to us in the beginning. Why are we going to take this one? And when the press conference was going on, the guy that was promoting it was talking about the campaign aspect of it and pretty much was like, oh, yeah, and because you guys asked for it, here's campaign. Yeah, it seemed like he didn't, he wasn't all that excited to give us the campaign, which is something a lot of people complained about. You would yeah. think they'd be pretty excited, pretty ecstatic to finally offer something that people were asking. Yeah. But it uh, looks like uh, maybe he was just having a bad day. He never know, but he didn't seem all that enthusiastic about it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not getting it. Dan, are you getting it? I, I'm, it's a first-person shooter. That's no. Yeah, that's. Henry, I'm not into those. Really. No, I am not getting it. I was not impressed by the first one. I'm not gonna get the second one. Yeah. It looks exactly the same. But don't let our opinions judge how you play games or how you're going to play games. Yeah, we're gonna trash some games and we're gonna be 
ecstatic about some games. Yeah, if, that, if that's your thing, if your Titanfall two is your thing, you've been waiting for it since Titanfall one. You know, more power to you. Enjoy it. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything. Oh, the only thing about Titanfall two is it comes out October twenty eighth this year, and they have a cool new rope feature, which I'm not really too worried about it. Yeah. And yeah, that's about it for Titanfall two. Anything you guys want to add to no, it? I have no, nothing to say about that. All right, next Mass Effect. Yeah. You, Mass Effect. Dan, Dan and Henry were extremely excited about this game. Um, it's a game you guys have been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just go off some notes. You guys tell me your reactions or what, what's going on. Yeah. Yet again, they showed us no real gameplay for Mass Effect this year. I was kind of expecting some. They didn't give us any. Uh, what else did they do? Uh, they announced and they kept promoting their Frostbite engine, mm-hmm. saying that that's what their games are going to run on, which, you know, looks good. You know, and it's, it's a good thing to promote that. I mean, Epic Games talks about their Unreal Engine, and we see the great quality that comes out of them so that's great um they just mentioned the whole point of the game going to a different galaxy the hostile planets um and they showed a girl in the gameplay that might be a main player but you guys told me that you can either be a boy or a girl or a man or a woman or a man or a woman you know (laughs) either all four of those um but yeah but still no release date no. Still no release date on Mass Effect. What okay. do you guys think? Uh, Rudy, I mean, wow, Rudy. Henry, you, you go ahead. Uh, well, I'm thinking the release, if they're going to do a release date, it's probably going to be on November 7th, because that's Mass Effect Day. Well, a date for when they're going to release. Yeah. But uh, looking at the trailer, it's nothing we haven't seen before. It's, I'm still excited about the game, no, but it's, it's just nothing I've not seen before. Yeah. Yes, we see some familiar racers like the Krogans and Sorry. Uh, sorry, but yeah, that's it. Was just here's video. Now let's move on. Yeah, I mean, on my note, right when I saw Mass Effect, I wrote down Mass Effect dash showed nothing and four exclamation points because I was very upset about that. They did the Frostbite engine, like you said, which is great. But if I remember correctly, Dragon Age Inquisition is also in the Frostbite engine, and mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, they're trying to put all their games on that. So mm-hmm. no surprise there. I saw that coming. They announced everything. Well. They didn't announce anything. Everything that they said is something that we already knew about. The only news that came, which I believe they broke today, was the main character's name. Like, we had Shepard. This one is going to be called Ryder, which is something that we all knew about back in November when the information was leaked. All they did was confirm it. So absolutely nothing new came from it. So I'm pretty upset about that. And it looks like they're going to be pushing it back. I mean, they already said they're going to push it back to early next year. They showed absolutely no gameplay. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they push this all the way to holiday season next year. Do you think that this is an opportunity for them to make a remastered of the first three Mass Effect? Gives them a little bit more time to do that or give it to another studio to do this while they finish up the game? I would like to see that instead. Let another studio remaster it for them. I would love to play a remastered, but at the same time, I mean, we want to see the new stuff. For the people who didn't get a chance to play it, a remastered would be ideal, but focus on what's new. Yeah. So I guess we'll be waiting until November 7th to see if they announce a release date or at least show us some gameplay on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if PlayStation tried to be the one to promote the game since, like, you know, Mass Effect 1 wasn't originally on the PlayStation console. So let's let's look forward to that. Yeah. Um, the next game, uh, on, like, I mean, EA showed a lot of different games, but my main three games that I looked at that I was interested in by the conference was Fee. Um, Fee is pretty much like a journey or a flower-type game. For those of you that don't know, these games are more elemental. They don't really have words to them, but they focus on the real beauty and the interactive aspects of video gaming themselves. Mm-hmm. 
um, Journey and Flower are like world renowned for their their beauty, their storytelling, and their ability to tell stories without words. Yeah, like Limbo as well. Exactly. And B is going to be another one that falls into that category. It's all about uh, a main character who interacts with her environment without words, but I think through music. Yeah. And that is kind of like a beauty aspect to it. It's, it's obviously not going to be a triple A game. It's not going to be something that, you know, not like run jumps off the shelves. It's going to be more of an indie game. Um, but it does look very nice. The graphics look great. The quality looks good. And I mean, if you're a journey type player or a flower type player, this is definitely a game that you might be interested in. It's V spelled F E. Yeah. What do you yeah. guys think about it? Um, I mean, it, it looks nice. Like you said, it's cool and everything. Um, honestly, I'm more excited about when they, when they, when they announced fee, they were talking about the EA originals mm-hmm. that, uh, they're trying to come out with all these independent productions and stuff like that. So it looks like, uh, they're trying to do that, which is cool. Um, you know, it's always nice to see the independent developers get their, um, get their nod and, you know, get their stuff in. Um, I was a little upset that they only did B though. I, I was hoping that they would have said, Hey, we have B and we have this and we have this, you know, promote some more. If you're really trying to do indies, show the indies don't just show one game you know but mm-hmm. b looked interesting i might give it a shot you never know how about you henry uh it looks beautiful but it's not a game i'm not really interested i'm i like story there's yeah i yeah. need i need to know what's going on Absolutely. not just say hey dude come come over here and explore find out what you can do i need a story i need See, a i thought I, saw, I thought the same thing but when i played journey it, it really doesn't have any words but it really does, it has a great expression to it. You know, you can feel emotion from the character without them having to express the emotion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, if yeah, you haven't played the game, I, I would suggest I it. have not played yeah. the game. I would, I would suggest Journey just to check it out, just to see what all the hype is about. Um, Flower, I, don't, I haven't played it. I think I have it, but I think it's, uh, I don't know if it's a game that I want to play. I'm going to probably play it because I have it, but it's about a flower getting caught in the wind and going mm-hmm. through some stuff. So, but, um, Yeah, that sounds emotional. Yeah. It sounds so emotional. It's about a flyer getting caught in the wind. On the wind. <laughs> it's going to hit you right in the feelings. It hits a bush. <laughs> uh, but um, that's my main takeaways from EA. So, I mean, unless you guys have some other things that you saw and were like, wow, or whatever, that's, that's what all you... I mean, and I'm not saying these are all the EA games. These are just the ones that I took away. Obviously, EA Sports was there. They talked about FIFA. They talked about Madden. Things like that, but I'm just talking about the things that caught my eye and the yeah. things that catch my interest. More or less, that's what we're all doing. We're just talking about the things that interested us. Like they had the FIFA, the story modes coming out, which looked interesting. But you know, I'm not really going to go into detail about it. Um, Though you have nothing else. No, there's that Star Wars. They promoted Star Wars. Like, hey, we're going to do all these Star Wars things, but we're not going to really show you anything. So that's there, but I'm not going to talk about that. I mean, mm-hmm. Battlefield One. You know, once again, we already know what to expect there. Yeah. I mean, more and more just additions, like uh, yeah. add-ons to their yeah, own games. Yeah, there's nothing really to talk about with those so we're good on to bethesda yeah all right cool. bethesda. bethesda um pretty much bethesda talked about more mods for fallout 4 definitely just jumped into that yeah. um for people that are really into the modding aspect of it um they yeah, are bringing the, the the ios game and android game fallout shelter to pcs um in july so that's interesting for people yeah. that like that that want to play that on their pcs yeah. Um, they announced Quake Champions. Not really going to get too much into that. Looks good, but it's a PC game, so we're all about the the gaming consoles here. Um, Some of us do dabble in PC more than others, but yeah. I've never played a Quake game, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. Same here. I was like, I don't know anything about Quake. I'm not all that excited about it. Cool name. I like the name. Um, but they did show Prey. Uh, they showed slight gameplay. I do believe that that was slight gameplay. Um, pretty much, it's a first-person shooter. Apparently, it's a remake. I never it's played. A reboot. Reboot. It's a reboot. Yeah, I never, I never played the originals, so I wouldn't know. But the 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 
feeling I caught from Prey was a Dead Space type of game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're on a spaceship, there's an alien life force taking over it, and you've got to survive. And that's pretty much kind of what Dead Space was. Um, luckily, we won't have to long to play. We don't have to wait long to play it. It comes out in November. Mm-hmm. Yet again, another thing Bethesda did where they made a game. No, that's what I said. It says right here, November 11th, at least on my paper. You uh, I remember else? writing down 2017. I don't, it, I don't know if it. What's the deal? But I don't remember too much. About it. I just know I wrote down 20. Well, my excitement just, just went down. Yeah, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check that out and make sure I give you guys a. If anything, just actually no. Dan's right. I did write 2017 launch date. Eh, well, I was wrong. Coming out 2017. Sorry for taking your excitement, but um, all you have to take away is that it's just like Dead Space, at least from what it looks like. As far as we know. Yeah, as far as we know. So if you're excited about it, that's cool. Um, Bethesda also seems to be putting a lot of interest in virtual reality and their take on virtual reality. Um, they did mention they're going to talk about um, bringing virtual reality aspects to Fallout 4 and things like that. And Doom. So, and Doom. So I wouldn't be surprised if because this has a 2017 launch date, they might bring this also to VR. Because it is a first-person shooter, and it does give a different um, kind of creepy uh, aspect to it. So, yeah, I guess I am wrong. Maybe that will be a 2017 launch date where, you know, you can look forward to that. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and seeing more gameplay on it. So. Yeah, pray, pray of all the things. Uh, I mean, granted, I like, uh, I like the fact that they're remastering Skyrim and stuff like that. But um, of all the newer things, what interested me most probably was Prey. But I need to know more about that before I make any decisions on whether or not I want that game. But you played Dead Space, so you have you have an interest in that type of a game. Yeah, yeah, Dead Space. I didn't even finish Dead Space. To be honest with you, I just recently got it because it was free on Xbox. Um, but uh, yeah, I definitely have interest in it. One thing they they pointed out specifically is that the fact that it's a psychological game. Yep. The moment you have a game that's like that, it makes you. It's a psychological thing. It messes with your mind and stuff like that. I find that really interesting. Whether it be gaming, movies, you know, stories, anything. Once you have that psychological psychological aspect. It really intrigues me. It makes me interested. I want to check it out. So it makes me wonder if it's kind of like a Groundhog kind of game. Yeah, because that's, that's the, exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. It's a trailer. It it was literally Groundhog. Like yeah, he wakes up the same and then day every, it's like every welcome. Oh, uh, good morning. Uh, today's date is Monday. Whatever. Blah, blah, you know. Good morning. Today's Monday. And it just kept on doing it over and then and then the yeah and then the third one like you see things shaking in the background. It's and like man, oh, what's going on? Pink, uh, yeah, <laughs> but if you think about that, that psychological thriller combined with a virtual reality aspect sounds really cool. It sounds actually. really cool. So I guess we'll be looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's okay. all I got on Bethesda. It was like Bethesda and EA for you guys that didn't watch the conferences were kind of short. Mm-hmm. Um, they were on Sunday and they they don't have too much to promote. I mean, Bethesda was short, but it ended. Uh, felt like it felt pretty long with Dishonored Two. Yeah, I'm not going to get into detail with Dishonored Two because they did more than enough <laughs> at, yeah. the, at the yeah. conference. It felt like it was a never-ending presentation. But if you are still interested in it, but you want to know more about it, they definitely have a lot of gameplay on it. Yeah. So you're welcome. You're more than welcome to check that out on YouTube, wherever you could find it. But uh, there definitely is enough gameplay to look at that game and decide whether or not it's something for you. You know what? How about we switch over to Ubisoft and then go to Xbox and PlayStation? You want to jump to Ubisoft and then do Xbox? We can yeah, do that. We can do that. But did you see? You didn't see Ubisoft? I saw half of Ubisoft. You saw half of Ubisoft. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like two hours long. Yeah, it's a really long. Year. You want to start off? You want me to start off? Um, I can start off if you want. All right. So the biggest game of uh, Ubisoft, it all started off with Just Dance. <laughs> oh, <kidding>. yeah. <laughs> Nothing more exciting than a fucking giraffe dancing. Yeah, it was weird. They had nice. a bunch of dancing. It was really awkward. Didn't know what was going on. Then they got to the real stuff when they started showing Wildland. Ghost Recon. Ghost Wildlands. Recon. Wildlands. And it looked I'm, good. Oh, my gosh. It I'm excited. Good. I can't wait. I mean, I'm going to have to because they announced the March 7th release date. Yeah. But this game, 
This game looks like everything I wanted the division the co-op, to Co-op, open world game. Yes. I mean, yes. I'm not a big co-op guy, but that's one of those games where I feel like, you know, if my group of friends, some, you know, being present. I'm here. If we can all get together and be on the same page and, you know, play the game correctly, I, th- I think it would be pretty fun. be pretty interesting. So you don't want to go in guns blazing? I prefer not to. I'm, oh. I'm more of a strategist, you know. Okay. I'm, gonna snipe, I'm gonna snipe everybody that's not looking. Bang bang. Yep. Go in. There's a man trying to deliver the mail. Yep. Also known as mailman. I was kind of hoping to go like last action hero. Just, just go just in. Go in. And shoot everything. <laughs> yeah. Kill everybody. No, but um, on a more serious note though, this game looks amazing. The graphics for this game look great. Um, unlike the division, you're not really limited as to how you approach in you know, uh the the enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, in the division, people say you're you're not limited. It's open world, but the you real are. the truth of the matter is, when you play the division and you play their missions, it was an A to Z game yep. where it was I have to follow this path to get to my objective. Especially when you got to the missions, it was just one path to get there. Maybe you can instead of making you know going straight, go around this one box and get there. But that was it. That was the, all the difference that there was. Exactly. But with Wildlands. It is literally a whole section of the map with a mission, but you determine how you're going to go about it. Yeah. Whether you want to be secretive about it, whether you want to snipe a bunch of people first, or whether you want to, yeah, or just coming guns blazing. But the the gameplay was was amazing. Um, it literally went from a cooperative, slow paced game where you're going in trying to take everybody out and then go for the main guy to we get to the main guy and he's taken off in a car and you have to chase him down. This is big chase with all these vehicles, yeah. helicopters. I mean, it was great. It was one, great. one person's on a motorcycle, two people are in a truck, one guy's outside the window shooting, yeah. and you have this random guy who grabs a helicopter. He's like, wait, guys, wait, I'm, I'm coming. I'm almost there. <laughs> and it was just, it was intense. Even at the end when you finally get the guy, reinforcements for him come and you got to like, yo, jump in the helicopter, let's get the fuck out. Yeah. And all this sounds funny to me because all I'm thinking is someone's getting left behind. Yeah, someone's gonna be Chances sitting there. It's gonna end up being me. I just know it. Yep, yep. Dan's gonna be sitting there like, wait. Here I am trying to do things all strategic, and you guys are like, we're chasing him down. Like I thought he was in the building. Then you guys are off, and here I am running on foot, trying to catch up, yeah. most likely. Yeah. I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. This game looks great. Um, I understand why they did a March uh, release date because the division just came out. They don't want to cannibalize their own game in the absolutely. same year. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be, and on top of that, there's gonna be a lot of competition coming out in the fall. Yeah. So for them to do this. The only game that's going to be coming out, which we'll talk about more later, is Horizon, literally about a week before. So those will be the main two games going up against each other, and they're not even on the same type of um, um, game style. Yeah, two completely different games. So oh. I'm extremely excited, but then, at the same then, time, I was excited about The Division, and that kind of let me down. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep my hopes up until something yeah. throws me wrong. <laughs> and but, if they were smart, even though I would want it, I think that they should like stay away from doing a beta. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I would want a beta. Yeah. I'd love to play a beta. I don't need a beta. I'd I love wait. to play it. But the um the next game before you get into it, I just want to point out that on the conference it was hilarious because you go out there and then they show it and what do you see? It, it's like they're talking about crime and they have to do something. How are they going to stop the crime? And it basically, as we're watching, we even said, "Is this the purge?" Oh yeah, it looked like the purge. I'm like, "Is there a purge video game?" And I'm thinking, "All right, yeah, yeah it might be interesting. You never know. There's people committing crimes, you do this and all that." And then what do they show? They show South Park. South Park. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's exactly what they I did. I was dying, and even in my notes, I wrote down South Park parenthesis purge smiley face. Yeah, and I, I saw that. And I was like, "Yep, Coon and friends. They're the heroes that are going to save us from all this crime and corruption." <laughs> And that's dropping on um, December 6th. Yes. How, how do you feel about that? Oh, uh, well, first of all, the full name is South Park Fractured South Park Butthole. Fractured Butthole. I'm sorry. Um, it is coming December 6th, this holiday season, and I 
can't wait. And I can't wait. I've can't actually, wait. for those, I already pre-ordered it. I got it on my PlayStation 4. And what happens if you pre-order If it? you pre-order it, you get a bunch of avatars to put on your PlayStation that you can have as your main figure, but you also get Stick of Truth for free. And if you order it at the store, I'm not sure. They haven't specified yet whether you need to get a code or not, but I think it actually comes in the download with the, with the game. Like, they'll give you a card with the code that you put in. But if you download it on your PlayStation or Xbox, like, directly from it, then you'll be able to get the game and download it right then. So I've got Stick of Truth. I can't wait to jump on it, play it again, and just take my time waiting, try to get my platinum. I doubt I'll get it, but what I'm going to do with it. But I'm so excited for Stick. I mean, I'm so excited for Fractured Butthole. Graphics look Fractured Butthole. Fractured Butthole. Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was hilarious as always. Matt, oh, yeah. Matt, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker came out, and they were just making that shit hilarious. Um, they did add a new element to the game, talking about um, space and time. So before, it was all turn-based, which it will still be in somewhat turn-based, but it was I'll go, I'll attack, you go, you attack. No. And this time, they're changing the elements to spaces like on a, like on a game board no. or a chess match yeah, imagine would be good chess. too, where you can, you can put an enemy in a certain spot where you can attack him and he'll fall backwards. And if your teammate is behind him, you'll get also a chain effect yeah. where your teammate will also attack him again. Yeah, it's bonus damage. You, you kind of like, they said you can push and pull your enemies, and they, but once again, they can do it to you as well. Exactly. And you push them into it's, your opponents or into in the environment. It's like environmental strategy. Exactly. Yeah. And at the same time, um, like, you, like let's say there's a little box in the way, you can kind of just like go behind that and use that for protection and cover. Mm-hmm. And then, there, of course, you have certain moves that can get past that. But it, it, it adds another level of strategy to the game, which mm-hmm. I'm very... So could you say it's more like a tactical... It's starting to become more like a tactical... Yeah. Strategic yeah. Yeah. RPG game. Yeah. Of all things, South Park. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because oh the way awesome. you describe it is like, okay, you see a box, take cover, and yeah. they reduce damage or no, take no damage. Yeah. Oh, you have an enemy behind him, hit him back, and let yeah. that guy hit, do a combo off of it. Exactly. It's, it's, it's cool. I mean, who would have thought you'd get a strategic game out of South Park? Yeah. And the time feature they talked about um, focuses on the turn based aspects of it. So certain players will have special abilities where they can. If you're waiting a turn, their ability will let you attack again. Mm-hmm. It changes the way the time flow or, of or the game is. Or you get to change the order yeah. of how you attack as well. Exactly. Um, but this game looks amazing. Um, I'm actually surprised it's coming out this holiday year. I had a feeling, man. But the thing is that I, I <laughs> believe is that when Ubisoft picked this game up, they were like, don't worry. You don't have to take care of all the legwork. We are going to help you. Yeah. And I feel like when they made the first game, that was the reason why it took so long for them to get the game out, mm-hmm. was that they did everything and i feel like that's why they didn't want to make another one they were exhausted but when you when um matt stone and trey parker came out they came out with the other lead designer from ubisoft and they all talked about how they all worked together on the game and how they all shared the load of the game yeah so i think it's great ubisoft obviously if this game does well and it's gonna do well we can but we can trust ubisoft to keep these games coming yeah (laughs) and honestly i don't see if matt stone and trey parker have been doing the television series for so long and they're going to keep going. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, this is money. You know, we're pretty much doing the same thing we're doing with the TV series, but we're doing it with the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm excited. And oh, I can't wait. I already pre-ordered mine. I'm going to play Stick of Truth. And... I'll do that. Oh, <laughs> man. But, um, um, for it. And the humor is there. And I just oh, love yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, That's when he's explaining it, and he's leaving the room. Yeah. Like, in fact, can you leave the room? Yeah. <laughs> you, can you like, get... no, you weren't looking in the mirror. Go through the door. <laughs> Get the fuck out of the room. Yeah. Um. Other than that, 
main, and I'm just going to go by, and they talked about a couple of VR games that they're working on, Eagle Flight, which is like a capture the flag type of simulation where you're a team of Eagles versus another team um, shooting each other and trying to make a capture. Um, this, you guys can check it out online if you want. Looks cool, looks innovative, but it's not something that I'm dying to get. Um, they also start, showed a Star Trek uh, bridge crew, which is you and a couple of your friends piloting the ship, trying to do things, putting up shields, attacking, whatever it is. Also another virtual reality. So they're pushing virtual reality for next year, and that's great. I'm not focused on it. I'm not too interested in it. Mainly Ghost Recon, South Park, stealing the show for me. Uh, they did jump into their next thing as For Honor. Um, it pretty much looked yeah. just like Rise. Essentially, that is just another Rise Son of Rome to me. Like it, it looks exactly like it, which I can't help but be afraid. Yeah, that it's going to end up being like Rise Son of Rome. A great, a great looking game. One of the best looking games that just doesn't deliver and is nothing but repetitive. So hopefully it's not that, but I don't know if I could trust it. I need to see a little bit more about that game. So you're not going to get um for honor, or you're not you you, you like I'm I'm not going to get it as but. of right now. No, if it turns out to be interesting, I mean the concept seems interesting. Um, from what I do know about it, I mean. They show different, uh, different like I guess you could say time period warriors and stuff going to battle and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. looked interesting, but it's not enough for me to say yes as of right now. It probably would be a no, but um, I need to see more. And if they could change my mind, by all means, go for it. Well, but the, th- the thing I don't understand is that these guys are putting so much emphasis on the actual combat and the way that it is. But when I was looking at it, it does not look that fluid to me. No, not at all. Not at all. It doesn't look like something where. I'm going to look at this and just make combo after combo or make it look whatever. And I think that's where they're getting mixed up, that they're like, the combat is realistic. And because I'm holding such a big-ass axe, it's going to take longer to make these hits and everything. But it just doesn't have the fluidity I usually see in games like that. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I don't know. Not there. So, and I don't know if you guys have anything else. The next one I want to jump into is Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 2. Um, I was a little skeptical. I was a little skeptical at first. Um, I played the first Watch Dogs, and as we talked about before, the driving mechanics are all over the place, but uh, yeah. this game, yet again, didn't show us anything yeah. on the driving mechanics. Very, very funny that the moment the guy gets in the car, they fast forward to where they, you know, his, his uh, location is. I was like, notice they didn't show the driving. What a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows if they even bothered to improve that. The gameplay did look better, though, because I feel like there was more combat. Yeah, there's parkour. Parkour. <laughs> I, I think the parkour is cool. It's it's innovative. It's something different. Um, it's nothing crazy to me though. It's what I expected. I honestly looked at the game. I was like, the gameplay looks cool. Still the same hacking mechanics. Um, um, the fighting looks interesting, but it's what I expected Watch Dogs to be. Um, I'm hopeful for it. I mean, but at the same time, if those driving mechanics are horrible, it's going to make me so mad. Yeah. Um, they also announced that they're going to make a movie. Yeah. So. They're going to make a movie Watch Dogs, so I, I mean, they're still waiting for Assassin's Creed to come out and mm-hmm. drop, so they must be extremely optimistic that that's going to do well to put out a movie of Watch Dogs. Yeah. My thing with Watch Dogs 2, though, looking at it, um, to me, honestly, just it looks like Watch Dogs 1, just a more, you know, updated version of it, if you will. The concept still, still sounds amazing. The one thing I would do with that game, which I saw that they, it looked like they did in the trailer, I don't know if it's really there or not, but uh, imagine if they had a, and it's going to be funny with me saying this, Imagine if they had a co-op multiplayer going mm-hmm. on where you saw how in Wildlands we were talking about being strategic and doing stuff like that. What if you had a co-op like that where you had to focus on the hacking aspect of it to get to where you need to be? Yeah. That sounds like it's a, not a bad idea. I don't know if they're planning on doing that and they just haven't talked about it yet Maybe. or whatever because the trailer did look like that was there. 
But they didn't show any of that. So. Yeah, because they did show like four main characters as they a did. group. Mm-hmm. They did show that. That's one thing I've been thinking about, which I don't know, it'd be interesting if they do do that, but I don't know if it's there or not. Maybe it's just the trailer. Maybe you're playing as the main guy and the other people are just supporting actors or characters. I, I don't have a release date on my nose. Do you have one on yours, Dan? Watch Dogs 2? No, no release date. There yeah. might have been one. I just I don't think I got it. I feel like, no, I think it is coming out this, like, I think everything's coming out this November, but I do think it is. Uh, I'm going to double check that and get back yeah, sure. to you on that one. Uh, Henry, do you have anything on Watch Dogs? Like, I mean, what do you think about it? Uh... It looks interesting. I never played the first one, so I don't know anything about the whole driving mechanic, but it looks kind of tedious yeah. from what you guys explained to me. Yeah. But from what I saw, I don't know. It's not, a, it's not a game that I would be interested in buying. Because yeah. from what you guys tell me, it's, it's, it's literally the same thing, just updated. Yeah. yeah. It, it still and, looks like And people said that game. during the end game, con- game, end part of the game, it was just repetitive. Yeah. And I don't want that. That's that's where I'm worried about it. I mean, I was telling Dan that it'd be a cool concept if everything electronic was hackable in the game, but that's literally going to come down the line, maybe years when the, when that's going to be a little difficult to do yeah. because there's so much electricity in everything. But that's the thing. That's what I was telling Dan is that even though there's a couple things that you can hack, you still are going to be going like an A to Z option. Yeah. You know, where if everything electronic was hackable, then you can choose the path in which you're going to play the game. Exactly. Like, you know what? Let me kill the light. Or let me not kill the lights and let me just make something explode. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm looking at the game and I just, I don't know. I just think it's going to be the same. I'm I'm interested in for it because of the actual gameplay and the parkour and things like that because it's cool to move around. But I don't know if it's enough to get me excited. I don't know. I mean, with the parkour and everything, as far as I see it, it's just like, hey, didn't Assassin's Creed do that? I wasn't into that game that much. So, I mean... Great, I could run around on top of buildings and climb things pretty quick. Uh, well, it's made by Ubisoft. It says Creed did that. I don't know how much I trust that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, there's another thing. It's Ubisoft. I can't. I just don't have faith in Ubisoft anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have that much faith in that game. I'm gonna keep checking for the the date if they did announce one. But it's time for the best game of Ubisoft's entire conference. Before we get to it, I just want to say that remember this is just our opinion. If any of you enjoy certain games that we're talking trash about or about to very much just go into how much we hated their press conference um you know we're sorry that's that's our opinion as you have your own and uh you know some people might be interested in this game but uh we personally weren't especially after that long ass press conference that did nothing but bore me rudy and many many other people in the world so what's the name of that game rudy Oh uh, well, before I get to that, I did find out it's November fifteenth, twenty sixteen. November fifteenth, November fifteenth, two thousand sixteen, for Watch Dogs Two. Okay, oh, so it is coming this holiday season, and that game we were dying to see from Ubisoft that brand new game. Yes, steep, steep. Silence. As you can see from our silence, <laughs> silence. How long did that take? Fifteen minutes? Oh my gosh! Oh, man. It took uh, what felt like almost eternity. the entire press conference <laughs> of a guy on a parachute. Floating. Yes. It was a guy on a parachute floating, it. a guy snowboarding, a guy skiing. Parachuting. And the mountain. Parasailing, I think. And the mountain. And the mountain. The best thing about that game was the mountain. <laughs> and I kept telling Dan, I was like, this game is called the mountain. Because the funny thing is, Dan and I are watching this conference, and I'm like, yo, Dan, look at that mountain. Look how nice that mountain looks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, it does look like a pretty nice mountain. And, and they keep on showing the gameplay and stuff. I'm like, oh. I'm like, no, Dan, seriously, that mountain looks nice. And he's like, yeah. And then at the end of it, they put so much emphasis on the mountain. Like, and look how beautiful this mountain is. And look at this. <laughs> Once you're done with this part of the mountain, you can go to this part of the mountain. Yes. Yes. 
that's all they kept doing. What upset me was when they were showing the guy who was um snowboarding. I don't even remember. I think he was snowboarding. And then uh, what they did is they were like, watch this. You saw how it was a pretty crazy jump off that little cliff? We can rewind, and you could do it again. I'm like, what? You're going to show me the same thing I just saw that bored me again? Yes, please. I can't <laughs> wait. And it was just bad. And we're, we're, not even trying to, we're not even trying to say, like, this game was horrible. Like, we didn't like the game, but you could look at other people's faces and just be like, this is how you end the conference. Steep, honestly, should have been the first thing they showed yes. the conference. Yeah. Yes, they Start off really slow with, whoa, like, is this what you're going to offer us? And then you jump out with, Actually, South Park should have ended that conference. Yeah, South Park or Wildlands. Oh, my God. Wildlands maybe should have ended it. I wouldn't have put Steve in the, in the beginning because then that would have taken away from Just Dance. Honestly, yes. Just Dance was more interesting than Steve. He's not lying. He <laughs> isn't lying. Um, and, I, and you know what the funny thing is? I think it's just a, t- it's a play on the times, though. You know I mean? If you would have put this game out when, like, SSX Tricky was out or, like, um, other, like, Downhill Domination or these games where it was all about riding bikes or, or snowboarding or whatever mm-hmm. it was, then it would have been in a category where it was, like, fit to, like, you be there with everything. Yeah, yeah. But this game has no story. It has no expectations. It's literally, I'm on a mountain. I'm going down the mountain. <laughs> it's just and beautiful do... scenery. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's and it. Honestly, I would do everything in my power to trip everybody that's snowboarding just so I could see them crash, <laughs> and that would be my excitement in this game. Yeah. But the thing, the thing that I feel like hurt that game the most is the press conference itself, like, if you're going to go out there and you're going to show off this game, are you really going to show off? Like, okay, we get it. You can parachute off the thing. I get that. But why are you going to show so much of that in particular? That too. If you're trying to push it, all right, the game is not that. It doesn't catch my interest, but promote the, um, the snowboarding. Promote the, uh, the what, what was that called? When the guy's like flying down the thing real fast. Parasailing Look like a flying squirrel. Um, promote that stuff more, the, the more intense-looking things. Yeah. Like, no, we're going to show the dude floating extremely slow in a parachute. Mm-hmm. Like, why mm-hmm. do I care about that? Yeah. Like, if you're going to try to make the game interesting, show me the interesting parts of it. I don't know. Uh, Top of that, I don't, I don't have a release date on that. Uh, I'm not worried about that. But I'll tell you this much, watching that gameplay, that game looks like it could have been released tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't see what else they could add to that game to make it better. And I'm not trying to put down. I'm not trying to put down the developers or anything like that. I'm pretty sure they did. They worked really hard because the scenery is beautiful. The it gameplay looks, looks nice, but I don't it's see a the good point. looking mountain. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not paying sixty dollars for steep. No, I wouldn't pay forty dollars for steep. I would not pay. Period. Coming free to PlayStation Plus. No, I wouldn't. I'm not downloading it. I'm downloading. <laughs> I'm not downloading. The I'm game. Da- I want to see that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything else? You guys got on uh, on Ubisoft? No, that's that's pretty much it. Um, huh? yeah, no, that's that's it. All right, and talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's it for Ubisoft. Um, but at the same time, if you're looking for Assassin's Creed or anything like that, they they said they were going to take a year off. Um, the movie is coming out this year, so they're going to take a year off. They feel like they haven't been keeping up their expectations with that game for their fans, which they haven't. But this will give them a chance to gain favor back in their crowd and also give time for amazing games like Steep to really rise and catch people's eyes. Ooh, and rise. Things like that. Mm. Are you talking rise. No, I'm talking about <laughs> Rise. All right, guys. Here we go. We finally reached it. Xbox versus PlayStation. Ooh. I'm excited. The console. Yep. What, what do you want to do first? Microsoft? Oh, I say we start with Microsoft. Oh, you damn right we start with hey. Microsoft. <laughs> damn right we start with Microsoft. Let's go. Microsoft. Um... Well, I guess at the very top of the Microsoft con- conference, what they did is they showed us the Xbox One S. S. One S, which is basically the Slim. Yes. Xbox One Slim. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it looks nice. Beautiful. Things covered in vents. Yes, it is. Yeah, it looks like they learned their lesson from the Red Ring of Death days. 
I'm convinced that has more vents than the original Xbox One, and they're scared. Like you put the power, uh, they put the power source yeah. inside the machine. Yes, they did. So for those of you who are tired of carrying around that fucking power brick with your system, who is carrying that while playing their games? For those of you <laughs> <laughs> who obviously put their system into place, but they had to find a way to put this gaming brick, power brick, in an area where it also needs to be a safe. Yeah, make you know sure what? it's not covering the vents on the Xbox yeah. One, because then that, that's it, that defeats the purpose. I think there's vents on the power brick. I think there is. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Slim looks great. The power brick's built in. Um, it has a shitload of vents again, yeah. which I'm not surprised because they're, they've got to be concerned. Absolutely. If we find another red ring, I guarantee you the Slim will find it first than the new one. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to put down the console. We obviously don't know anything about it. Um, it looks great. We saw it with a, a vertical stand. Looks clean. Looks cut. Um, Looks great. But like some people were reporting, now correct me if I'm wrong, they were saying on the S there's no port for Connect. I believe it's going to either be the S or the new project they're working on, which we'll get to. But there the, is, they're, they're, they're pretty much giving up on the Connect. For all, these, all of you that bought the original Xbox One with the Connect or bought the original uh, Xbox One without it looking to get a Connect, it looks like they're discontinuing Connect altogether. Looks like they're not going to go with that, which honestly, you don't need it because. Now with technology, all you need is voice recognition. So if you build mm-hmm. that into the system, you can do everything the the Connects are doing already. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I'm I'm a little upset about the Connect. I mean, yeah, we can still do that stuff without the Connect. But I feel like it was it had potential. I feel like it just had potential, and they just yeah, never absolutely. really did what they needed to do with it. It, it. They came out, it was a gimmick, and they always kept it a gimmick. Yeah, and fun, no so. nobody wanted to make things for it. Yeah. They should have yeah. learned their lesson with 360, where developers did not want to do anything with it. Yeah. But they came out and they were like, you know what? No, we're going to do facial recognition. You can do this. You can do that. And now nobody wants it. Um, what we did find out about it, though, is that this Xbox One S is going to have three price tags on it. For $29.99, you can get a, a 500 gigabyte hard drive. Same spec. Yeah, Isn't it $299? $299? Oh, I said $29.99. You said $29.99. That's oh, a damn good sale. I'm getting that one. <laughs> um, sorry, the $299.99. You can get the 500 gigabyte hard drive for, what is it, $299? It's $349.99, mm-hmm. which will be the one terabyte hard drive, and then the $400 price tag, which will get you a two terabyte hard drive. Now, keep in mind, these aren't hybrid drives, and these aren't SSD drives. These are standard drives. So if you got the Elite console, you got a one terabyte hybrid drive, which also writes faster and um, just does things a lot faster. Um, what do I think about this? I think they're doing, which is funny, they're doing a phone model where you get to choose which size hard drive you want to do. And not to mention, we had the iPhone S. Now they're making an Xbox One S. Isn't the iPhone hmm. S, the, is that the big one? No, that's the plus. I don't but know phones. For a while, they were doing like iPhone 5 and then iPhone 5S. and. Okay. Every time there was innovation, it was like, we have an S on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. To um, me, it's just an iPhone C. Remember that how they had made a cheaper one? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it looks great. It looks absolutely <laughs> pretty. Um, for those of you who were looking for a, a nice, slimmer version with the console built inside. It's a lot smaller. Ooh, it's 40%. A lot smaller. 40% smaller. Which is crazy. It's literally almost half the size. You could literally fit this probably in the current Xbox. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, for those of you who don't have one, you're looking to get one. Um, I would suggest the Slim. It's cleaner. It's the, the power brick's built inside. It's going to take up less space. Um, but at the same time, I'm going to get to why I don't think you should get the Xbox One in a uh, S in a minute. 
Uh, we're going to jump into the games, and we're going to end off with something special. Yeah, well, before we get to the games, I kind of just want to make a note that um, a lot of what they were doing was also talking about their Windows 10 um, add-on. So none of the games were exclusive to Xbox itself. Every game they talked about was for Xbox and Windows 10, which essentially means you could, you know, if you take your laptop somewhere, you could play the game on there. Um, so I feel like that's that's somewhat interesting. You know, you, you have games that you could play on the go if you travel on with your uh, with your laptop and stuff like that. So you could still keep your games. You have your um, Xbox like achievements and stuff like that. Yep, you, yep. You, you know, you keep doing what you have to do. But um, you know, it's not on your Xbox, which is which is interesting. I don't know if I would really need it, but it's there. It's definitely for people who travel more. Um, yeah. One thing you brought up, Dan, earlier that was um, an interesting concern, if not just an interesting factor, is do you need to have your Xbox on all the time to play this game? Because if not, you could probably buy an Xbox One game, install it on your hard drive, play it on your Windows computer, and return the game yeah. or trade it in. Yeah. So is there an install factor here? Does your Xbox need to be online all the time and connect to the internet in order mm-hmm. for you to do this? Mm-hmm. We don't know, but these are definitely questions people are going to ask, and they're definitely yeah. going to wonder, like, because I know for a fact, even though it doesn't sound right, I would definitely get a game, get it, return it, and have it on Windows to play it whenever. Yeah, think about how much money you're going to save. Yeah, and you can use your Xbox One controllers on PCs. Exactly. So, I don't uh, know. I'm sure they have a countermeasure for it, but... um. That's could, definitely a possibility. Could be just digital exclusive then. Maybe. Or you can't do hard copy if you want to do yeah, maybe. PC and maybe Xbox. Possible. That way it can, people can't get around that. Yeah. Or maybe they'll do like um like a certain code where it's like you can have your Xbox on, but you have to send the code to the PC mm-hmm. so that it gets a verification for you to do it. Yeah. It could be a lot of things. It sounds like the PlayStation Vita for PlayStation. But then that yeah, kind of defeats like the Vita. purpose of the PC, taking it everywhere, because then you would have to turn on your Xbox in order to get the code. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to figure out exactly how they're going to do it. I'm sure they're going to explain it. I'm sure a lot of people are talking about this. A lot mm-hmm. of people are bringing it up. So they either have something, or if they didn't, now they're hearing about it, and they're thinking, we have to come up with something now. Yeah. So I'm sure they're going to have something for it, but now it looks like there's a way to get around it. Mm-hmm. Jumping right into the games. First game off the bat. Gears of War 4, launch date October 11th, this year, 2016. Gears of War 4. Ah, Gears of War. Gears of War. What can I say about Gears of War? Honestly, it looks the same. I mean, Gears of War 4, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of fans out there who love Gears of War. You're probably going to you know, think I'm talking crap or whatever. I liked Gears of War. I played 1, 2, and 3. Played the original trilogy, beat the original trilogy. Um, and Judgment. And Judgment. But when I look at the game and I look at the gameplay, I don't see anything innovative. I don't see anything that says this is new or that's new or I need to play the game. Um, we do find out there is a new threat called the Swarm. Um, it is a very pretty game. Um, we saw some gameplay in the, on the conference. And the main new weapon they showed was a razor blade type weapon. Like Dead Space. Yes, yes, exactly. Like Dead Space, actually. Mm-hmm where you launch the razor blades out at the opponents and it cuts them, or you ricochet it off the wall or floor and it bounces towards them. So finally they show us a new weapon, which would have been good for them to show during the beta that they were presenting, you know, to get everybody into the game. But I don't know. I just, I look at the game. It looks like they're trying to do a lot with the lighting features in the background. There was like a, like a thunderstorm that was going on that you, they had to watch out for. Cause when it struck the ground and started like, 
spreading out and killing the enemies and everything mm-hmm. like that. So it looks like there's going to be a lot more yeah, environmental to me it was, factors. Yeah, environmental is yeah. what I was going to say. That they're focusing a lot on that. Yeah. Like, hey, blow this car up and it'll wipe out some enemies. Mm-hmm. Cut this cable and, you know, this happens. Mm-hmm. Bring the enemies closer to this lightning as it spreads. A lot of environment. Yeah. I mean, the main character is uh, the son of Marcus Phoenix, the main character of the first three games. Um, and they give a little sneak peek at the end of the conference showing Marcus as an old man. So, obviously, he's still alive. Mm-hmm. What, what role he'll play in the game, we don't know yet. But I don't know. Am I excited for the game? I don't know. I'm probably going to play it because I played the first three. But I'm going to have to wait and see what's going to happen. Any other thoughts on Gears of War before we move on? No. I didn't catch it. You did say the release date, right? October 11th. October 11th. 2016. All right. So do you want to move on to another game? or? Uh, I mean, I'll just jump around. I mean, nothing... I mean, Xbox showed us some things, but they were more about the hardware aspects of it when they came to what they're going to do. Um, they announced that General Ram is going to be a playable character for Killer Instinct. They announced Forza Horizon 3, September 27th of this year. Graphics look good as always, but I'm not a racing type of fan. Um, they show their new game, ReCore, but very limited gameplay on it. So I still got to know more about it to really find out whether or not it's going to be a game I want. Um, you do have a couple sidekicks, so it'll be able to change the way you play the game as you progress through it. So that's really good. Um, other than that, you know, typical cross-platform games, Final Fantasy, Battlefield 1. Um, they did make some adjustments and that are going to be coming to their Xbox Live, though. Um, there's going to be addition of background music when you play your games. Cortana is going to be integrated into it which makes a lot of sense, but that's another reason why I would have integrated a mic into the system, or the controller for that matter. Um, They're going to introduce clubs, which for those of you who play PlayStation 4, it's a community aspect where you can join a club. Let's say I, I I love racing games. I can join a racer's club, and I'll meet people and race against people and do things like that. So it's trying to be more social. The one thing I did like from their new innovation is going to be looking for groups that's the name of the thing where, let's say you're doing a, a Destiny raid and you need a couple people to play the game that are serious about it, you'll be able to jump into groups and get a couple people to come together to actually do the raid It'll and be, be serious for, about it. Like a party finder. Like yeah, I party finder. A, yeah, like if I need a, hey, I need a tank at this level that could do this certain thing, hopefully a mm-hmm. tank is reading that and they jump in and they're like, hey, I got you, I'll help you out. Yeah, yep. which I think is extremely innovative. There's been times where you're stuck on a level and you just need that group or that one person to help you out. and there's just there's no one there, you know, and you can't get past it. Yeah. So this is definitely going to be good. It's going to be able to bring gamers together, talk yep, more, yep. you know, things like that. Um, and then they also announced the arena, which is going to be their form of tournament style play. Yep. Um, obviously esports is taking over the world now. You know, the Legends, Overwatch, these games are becoming more and more big with um, electronic gaming and tournament based mm-hmm. things. So it looks like Xbox wants to jump to the forefront and claim it on a console base. So they already announced that they're going to be doing um, like tournaments on their thing. They're going to be working with like competitors like EA and things to make a competitive aspect on their system. So, I mean, for those of you that love competitive gaming, it's definitely something for you guys to check out. Definitely something for you to be interested in. Um, and otherwise, you know, just going to yet again bring a different social factor to it. Is there like money you have to pay to get in? I don't think and you have to pay to get in. I don't think you have to pay to get in, but there might be an aspect where they eventually do like a, a prize pool where there's okay. like, okay, everybody get together. We're going to do some type of prize on arena and they're going to do that. How does it work? If you're like lagging, 
That is true. That is true. That's the one thing. When you, for those of you who don't know, when you're playing esports, you're usually on a LAN connection where everybody has the same internet connection and it's equal across the board. Um, they do have these things called game battles online where you do verse each other and it's based on your connection. But Henry makes a very valid point. How are you going to judge the internet connection? It's not like Arena is going to have dedicated servers specifically for that gameplay. So, um, and next, Dan's going to talk about Xbox ID on Xbox. Actually, sorry, that's right. And uh, ID on Xbox is pretty much the, the independent independent developer um, aspect of it. They're showing off a couple different games. They're trying to focus on the indies. Um, and, you know, try to take back the indie thing. Like, I feel like they kind of did have with the 360, which mm-hmm. I feel like it's PS4 now yeah. for the indie developer. But um, they showed a couple different things. They did show um, Cuphead randomly, which I'm upset about because Cuphead. they didn't really... Everybody was waiting for, you know, Cuphead, 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 you know, and it just yeah. did not happen. They just, you know, they're showing a bunch of different things. Hey, there's Cuphead. And then they just keep on going, showing all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was... Uh, that was upsetting. Oh, it's a, it's a uh, they even have one guy shouting at one point. Yeah. You know, they're like, and next up, we're going to be, go back. You know, you hear that one guy shouting. But um, one thing they did talk about at uh, the ID thing was um, We Happy Few, which seemed like a pretty interesting game. It seemed like a type of like a psychological first person, I don't know, man, just <laughs> cool looking game where you're supposed to take your joy pills and make everything seem all happy. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, like, there's these guys who are like, hey, look, we have this thing called a pinata. Let's try it out. So everybody's sitting there hitting the pinata, but it's making a weird noise. It doesn't sound like it's plastic. Whatever you hear, like a thud, like you're hitting a body. Since the guy didn't take his pill, he looks at it. They all start eating, and then he like, blinks his eyes or whatever, and he looks at it. They're all just eating a rat they just hit. But with their joy pills, they thought it was a pinata. Wow. And then they realize, like, what, what's wrong with you? Why do you look all weird? Oh, you didn't take your joy. Here, take mine. And then they found out he didn't take it, and then people were chasing him down because he didn't take his pill. Mm. So it seems pretty interesting. Um, Sounds that, like that movie, um, The Stepford Wives? That's it. It's, I think I'm saying it Ooh, right. No, no, I know what you're talking about, where everybody has to be the same. Yes. And they all have to do this and that. Yeah, it seems like that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. this game is dropping on July 26th. It oh, looks interesting. I want to check it out. Um, I like the concept of it. Like I said, when, once you have that psychological feel to something, I, I want to give it a shot. I find that interesting. Yeah, true. So um, they did that. They also talked about um, Tekken 7. Tekken 7. So I'm not going to get too into detail of that, but they showed um, Heihachi fighting the guy who I always forget from uh, Steve Akuma. Fighting. Who? Akuma. Akuma. So they're fighting. Everybody sees it, and they're just like, oh, man, it's finally happening. Tekken Cross Street Fighter. And we all thought that was like, it's finally going to happen. We've been waiting for years for this. And then it's like, no, it's Tekken 7, actually. And they did show, uh, show that there's supposed to be a story mode aspect of it. So it's you're going to be fighting, and then they're going to be doing dialogue and stuff like that. And it's supposed to flow seamlessly, they said. So that I'm looking forward to. They said it's going to come out early 2017. Then they went on to um, State of Decay. Now, how, how do you guys feel about that one? I didn't know about the first State of Decay, but after seeing this, I'm extremely excited. It kind of looks like a H1Z1 Daisy type of thing where you're trying to prepare for the zombie apocalypse. Not one of those typical games where you're, you're diversing an army of zombies. You're trying to think about collecting resources and setting up a base camp and, you know, trying to be, you know, be calm, collected and really strategically figure out how to start, like survive the zombie apocalypse. Um, they did show a couple people together. So I'm thinking maybe a co. No, actually, they mentioned it. Yeah. It's going to be a four-player co-op aspect, not an MMO aspect. Yeah, because the first one wasn't co-op. It was just single-player, and mm-hmm. it's exactly what you said. You you have a base. You try to fortify the base. You buy the—I mean, not buy. You get food. You find uh, utilities, resources. 
you find other people out in the open, you bring them in, and you could play as different people. Like this person would be good at the, they're athletic. So if you need to do a lot of running, this person's good. If this person has a better shooting aspect, you need some shooting out there. You play as this person instead. And you play as, you know, different people. In the mm-hmm. first game, it was like if you played as somebody, they went out there, they died. That's it. They're dead. You have to play somebody else. So I thought that was cool. Hopefully they bring all that stuff into the second game. And uh, it looks better. And the co-op thing does sound interesting. Oh, I'm going to love it. I mean, think about it. Think about the three of us playing. And I know Dan's going to be like, yeah, strategically again. Yeah. But imagine that. And strategically, like whoever's the strongest, we go around in a car. That guy gets out, checks the area. And we're, we're taking the rest of us are in the car circling the area making sure the rest of it's good you have to be checking all these areas so this is actually gonna be pretty cool it's kind of like and it's not even like the last four-player co-op game that we got for zombies probably like left for dead but yet again that's a large horde based game where you're just versing non-stop zombies and not thinking about the strategic aspect of how to survive so you know we have to look for resources and make sure that we don't like waste those resources or bullets or whatever maybe you literally have to work as a team, and maybe even they give us the aspect of having to share ammunition. So you can't have one player just straight up shooting everything and anything because we're going to be losing bullets on this. Mm. So I think it looks great. That's, um, that's a game I'm, I'm positive I'm getting. I'm like, hoping, you know. I'm hoping yet again, it's more of an open world aspect to a four-player co-op rather than a A to Z type. But no, well, the first one was pretty open world. Open. You know, it was, I mean, honestly, if you felt like you just take a car, just take off. Start driving. Hey, I found a new location. Like that's how I found some you know, different bases. Just imagine that shit, though. Imagine one of us goes off. Like, no, guys, you know, make base camp. I'm gonna go find some, and then they get chased by a horde, and they're bringing it right back to our base. Yeah. Help! Help! <laughs> Look what you did! Look what you brought back with no, you! No, my baked beans were almost done. <laughs> God. Yeah. Wait for that game. Oh man, do they have an out? Do they have a release date for that? Um, State of Decay 2017. Oh man, we gotta wait. Yeah. I mean. There's a lot of games coming out, so I can wait, but man, that sounds really good. And they'll have more time to work on it, so yeah. let's let's hope they get it right. Uh, what else you got, Dan? Um, well, not too much left to happen on Microsoft after that. They uh, they mentioned Halo Wars 2. I'm not a Halo guy. Henry, you're smiling hard. Is there anything you want Henry's to talk about Halo Wars? Halo Wars? I'm too. excited for it. I've been waiting for this game to come out for years now, and it's finally coming out. There's a, a Reddit beta that you can play from... Oh, nice. June 14 to June 20th, three, I believe. Do you have to you have to register for it? I'm not sure. I'm, I haven't had the chance to turn on my Xbox to find you, out more about it. But I am going to jump on it. I've seen people already doing uh, co-op. Oh, I'll jump on it then. I didn't, if, it's, if it's open, then I'll definitely play it with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. For those of you who don't know about Halo Wars, it's more of a... You may have played the original Halo, but Halo Wars is more of a strategic aspect. You know, you, you control the army, so to speak. You control the soldier, everything from the soldiers to the tanks to actual Spartans. And that's where the strategy comes in. It's kind of like a command and conquer type game yeah, yeah. where you, you have a base, they have a base, and you have to strategically attack their army that's in the middle coming towards you and get to their base and dominate their base. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it is you see different elements that we see slightly in the Halo games, whether they be scarabs or, or flying ships or whatever it is, you see it more from a commander standpoint where you are the general commanding the army. Um, for definitely for people who like strategy-based games, but, I mean, and for people that like, that like Halo. So if you're one of those type of people, you can definitely look into that. Uh, did they have a release date on that, Dan? Halo Wars 2, February 21st. February 21st. Okay, so that's going to be competing with Horizon and Wildlands. That's going to be in that area. Ooh. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like you said, the beta is from now through the 20th. I actually did have that in my notes. Sorry about that. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's all good. You know, now we all know. I just want to make a giant scarab <laughs> and a destroy base. Yeah, true. Yeah, and then uh, after Halo Wars 2 is where they jumped into Project Scorpio. Project Scorpio. Um, you want me? Yeah, go for it. All right, cool. Um, pretty much what Project Scorpio is, they pretty much they, they announced the Xbox One Slim for this year and said next year we're going to jump into Project Scorpio. Project Scorpio, for lack of better words, is their next console. They're, they've already said that this console is going to have 4K processing power. Uh, I think it was six teraflops of CPU power which no one knows what it means, but apparently it sounds really cool and really strong and everything. Yeah, but teraflops. That's got to be big. Teraflops. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, pretty much. But this is what I was talking about. Going back to what I was talking about, the Xbox One S, if you don't have a console, I would suggest just waiting unless you need to play some of the games that are coming out because the Xbox One Project Scorpio is going to play Xbox One games, mm-hmm. but it's going to have better processing power. So that means that the newer games are going to run better and probably look better. And you're going to be able to play virtual reality on that system. You won't be able to play virtual reality on these systems. Um, at least that's what I saw because the processing power is going to be up. There. I don't know if the processing power can handle it. And if it can, maybe it's not going to run as smoothly. Um, I also believe Project Scorpio is the system that they said they're probably going to get rid of the Connect. So that's another thing. Um, but this is this brings us to a big question is what whether or not to keep the current Xbox One or get the Xbox One S or whatever it may be because they're pretty much saying PlayStation 4 has beat our Xbox One and we're looking to the future for better, stronger, faster games. Um, Just like the song. What song? Stronger by Kanye West and um, here we go. Stronger, better, faster, stronger, all stronger. Every every episode we we break out in a song one way or another, <laughs> um, but this also opens up the doors to a lot of things. It's it opens up to the doors that PlayStation should really wait. Um, there there was rumors about PlayStation announcing their Neo. They didn't. They did announce it not at the conference, but they said it prior to the conference that it is going to come out, that it is real, but they weren't going to announce it. So this actually should influence PlayStation Four to wait. Take a look at what Xbox is going to do. Look at their failures. Look at their success. And if not, just be like, oh, yeah, they came out with Project Scorpio, but we made something even stronger. Yeah. So, and honestly, with the lineup that we're about to explain with Sony, these guys can afford to sit yeah. and wait and just let the money pile up for their fan base yeah. to collect these games and not rush into a project. Yeah, but it looks like uh, Microsoft is going um, you know, guns blazing. It looks like the Project Scorpio, at least on paper, is supposed to be the strongest console ever made. Yeah. And, uh, you know, good luck to them with that. But at the same time, that's a console I'm not going to rush to get on day one. I mean, they already said the games are going to run. I mean, they're going to still play Xbox One games. So what's the point in being like, I need a Project Scorpio? It's almost like they made uh, the next generation console without it really being a next generation console. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, it's 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 basically the next console. But you I mean, all the games that you have on the console you have now, we have it on an even better console. So. You know, it, it does give give people the incentive to want the new one, but if you've had the other one, like I've had the Xbox One since day one, so hearing about something like this is a, is a little upsetting. Like, if I knew they were going to do this, would I have gotten an Xbox One console on day one? Probably not. Probably not. You know, I probably would have would have waited for the better one. But um, but I disagree with you, Dan. I don't think it gives an incentive to get the Project Scorpio because 
All I'm thinking I mean, for the people who haven't gotten. Oh Xbox, yeah, for any, for people that I mean. haven't got one, yes. But for people that already have one, I honestly don't understand. I'm like, I, there's no way Xbox can be looking at this thinking, oh, we're gonna we're gonna start our fan base over. We're gonna sell more and more consoles. Like, why would you think that when it's gonna play the same exact games? I would wait. Right. If anything, that year that Scorpio comes out, I wouldn't be surprised if the sales went down, yeah, unless but, they have a full lineup of virtual reality games. And let's say even. If they, uh, they pair up with Oculus or Vive, and their catalog can be cross-platform onto theirs, mm-hmm. but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if their numbers were nowhere near where they expected it to be. I give you that, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they didn't try to do something like, uh, you know, like I'm I'm totally against trading in consoles, but mm-hmm. would you be surprised if Microsoft said, "Hey, you know what? If you give us your old Xbox One, we'll give you this much of a discount," mm-hmm. like because you know they already. You know, if you trade in your console, like GameStop, something like that, they already they give you a certain set amount, which usually is nowhere near as much as you paid, or you don't get mm-hmm, as much back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What if Microsoft gives you a little bit extra? Yeah. What if they say, hey, if you do this, we'll give you this plus a VR thing with it. Mm-hmm. You give Ooh. this, you get this many games with it, or you'll get this much of a discount with it. They might just be trying to take the old consoles back just to push the new console back out there. True. True. That's something they could always go down the line and try to do. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That actually does sound more of an incentive for me to get it if they're going to take my console off my hands for a higher price. But like I said, keep your console. Keep your console. Don't let them win. Keep your consoles. We're the winners. <laughs> the gamers are the winners. Exactly. Uh, I think that's everything we've got for Xbox. Yeah. All right. So we you know what, Sony? Doing? I mean, we've already passed the hour mark, so those I'm about to listening, throw that you. paper out Jesus. and we're about to go to Sony. <laughs> so, All right. Champion. Uh, yes. For all of you that don't know, Henry and I are devoted PlayStation fans. Yep. We have both consoles, but we know where home is at. I yes. also have both consoles, and I like both consoles equally as a parent should. Hence, <laughs> I just realized what you said. Just a parent should. No one's left out. No. PlayStation's where it's at. That's your favorite I child. wait every year for PlayStation. So, Sony. Let's do it. Before you even start. Let's not do it. No, I'm sorry, but I have to admit, the Sony conference, perfect. I, I, I know. Perfect. I know. Loved it. Microsoft yeah. had a great one. Yeah, they were right. When Microsoft con- press conference happened, you said it, Microsoft might have won. They might have won. They might have won. And I, and I was the one who said, well, Sony hasn't been there yet. Just wait. Mm-hmm. And, and Sony just delivered, man. There, there was two good conferences. I mean, respect to both companies. Yep. By all means, respect to both companies. Yep. Uh, the one thing. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 I was just gonna say. Without further ado, continue. No, well, the, well, the one thing that I want to say before we jump into Sony is that sorry, the one thing that I want to say about jumping uh, to Sony before we start is that they did not talk about hardware. They did not talk about software. It was all about the games. We didn't see yes. a new PlayStation Slim. We didn't see an upgraded hard drive. We didn't see the Neo. We didn't see the Vita. We didn't see the Vita. We didn't see any upgrade to the interface. We didn't see anything. It was all about the games. Which goes to show you could have a great press conference without doing that. Just the like, games. You focus on the games, you're going to win people over. See? Yes. But, but it's like I was telling Dan earlier is that I thought Xbox won because... You didn't I, tell me a damn thing. I told Dan... <laughs> <laughs> I told Dan that I thought Xbox may have won because... Xbox always does this. Does this? Xbox sees what we want in the innovation of a console. You know, the innovation of the interface, of the the social aspects, the music, whatever it is, and they deliver. You know what I mean? They they look at what the consumer wants from a technological standpoint, and they say we're going to put this in our console. And PlayStation doesn't. Which I'm not. I, at first, I'm upset with that. But when you see this lineup of games, when you see what they deliver on their games, you just you understand why. You know, I would rather have 
a, a, a simple display interface and amazing games rather than all amazing interface and horrible games. So, I mean, hopefully Sony does some upgrades to their interface. So hopefully they do things, but the hopefully, things, yeah. yeah, but the things we have seen in the trend is that they usually just say, okay, you know, with this new upgrade, this is going to come. So yeah. they kind of yeah. do subtle upgrades when they need to. Mm-hmm. All right. Without further ado, let's jump right into it. God of war. That's where it started. God of war. They God started of war. strong. Yes. Oh, for all of you that don't know, they have four God. Well, they had three main story God of War: God of War one, two, and three. Um, they had two PSP games and God of War Ascension. Those are all part of the God of War like franchise. So with this new game, they're going straight back to the beginning: God of War. So everyone's looking at it like it's a reboot. It's no longer going to be the Greek mythology aspect. It's uh, there's more of a Norse. No, is it Norse? North. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be that type of God aspect. Um, Kratos no longer has his chain with two weapons, uh, two blades on his arms that he uh, was forced to have. Now he has an axe that has what Henry said looked like runes. Yeah, yeah. Runes inscriptions. On. Yeah. So one of the which cool is ones... which goes with the Norse mythology True. aspect, where they deal with runes and inscriptions mm-hmm. to give them power. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest aspects was he pulled out his axe and it turned to like a ice type of weapon, and then he was using that. So we could be looking at different enemies that are weak against certain elements that maybe the axe changes into that element and that's how you use it against the opponent. At one point, he, he threw an axe at an opponent. It stuck on the wall and he forcefully pulled it back as if he had like a telekinesis. So mm-hmm. that looks extremely interesting. Or the force. Or the force. <laughs> the force is with him. Who knows? I want to say it's the force. I want to say it's the force. <laughs> nah, it's, force. <laughs> it's a Star Wars crossover. Yoda's in the background just watching. Damn, he's on Kratos' back. God, yeah. <laughs> he was just mad. Um, so we're seeing new weapons, new hand combat. There was actually a point where he was actually punching him with his fist rather than any yep, type of weapon. Bare-handed. Mm-hmm. Yep, bare-handed. The graphics looked amazing. Um, there was a point where you see a real close-up of Kratos' face, and you see the detail in his beard and everything like that, so mm-hmm. that was really cool. Um, one of the main focuses now is that uh, they're actually going to focus on him and his son. Um, yes. In the previous games, Kratos didn't have a son. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything on it. He kind of had a child. I think you can spoil it. It's been 10 years. Oh, I mean, Dan, Dude, so I've never uh, played. I played God of War 1 just for a little bit, and I know what it is. Okay. I can go for it safe. I mean, it's, right. it's been 10 years. Right, so, so I think we all so know. So for all of you who don't know too much about Kratos, he had a wife and child, killed them, and the whiteness on his body is actually their ashes. Yeah. And yeah. they're put on him. Um, yeah, never took a shower. Never took a shower. <laughs> That's why that beard looks so damn dirty. Um, but in this game, you actually look like you're going to go through the story mode with yourself and your son, teaching him how to hunt, but also having him kind of like a Last of Us feel where it's Joel okay. and Ellie, where he's going to help you out fighting monsters or whatever it is. And it's actually pretty cool. It's actually remember, different though, this is this is uh, this is a demo. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do we know that's the whole game? True. True. You know, it's possible that this is just a, the beginning of the game. True. You know, I mean, I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. To, to have the father and son, maybe at certain points you get to play as the son. So yeah. you see him. I would love to see that, but uh, it's too early to tell. We don't really know yeah. as of right now. Um, it's just it's cool because you get to see uh, an emotional aspect of Kratos. Kratos, as a result of losing his family in the first game, and you see the progression through the um the first three games, he's just a very angry, bitter individual. So for this, there's a part in the story of the opening of God of War where he 
wants to touch his son, like, and, and have an emotional bond with him, mm-hmm. but doesn't. So it's obvious that Kratos has gone through so much, but he still needs to find a way to relate. Me, me being somewhat Kratos-like with being angry and not relating to people. When I saw that part, I'm not going to lie, when he pulled his hand away, I wanted to cheer a little. But he <laughs> didn't do that. He wanted to just eat the deer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's going to go to the sun, like, don't do it, Kratos. And he heard me. And he pulled back. <laughs> and he just let his son be. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yes, Dan. That's exactly what it's like. Dan's calling me. <laughs> um, but it has that Spartan feel where, like, you know, like, you can't show emotion. Yes. Yeah. yes. Just can't. Yours, you're a warrior, Spartan, you're a race, you hide your emotion. And right there, you see a glimpse of that. Absolutely. That's like, you gotta be. be tough. Like, yeah. here, let me, like, in the demo or gameplay, I'm gonna help you put this knife in the, the, yeah. the deer's neck. Mm-hmm. You kill it. This is what you have to do. Yeah. Cut your emotion. I mean, he is the god of war. He is the like the badass man. He's not really supposed to go out there showing that emotion. Mm-hmm. That's why he he probably feels it like I am his father, but he is my son, my son, mm-hmm. which means he needs to grow up and be a man. And he even tells his son, "It's like, hey, this is food. Kill it. Absolutely. No emotions. Yeah, exactly. toss it away." Yeah. He says it in the game. Yeah. The one thing, and that's pretty much that's pretty much where where the actual you know, the actual gameplay kind of ends. But the one thing that did catch my eye was the dragons. There was a point where, as it's zooming out, mm. you see multiple dragons, not just one, but flying around the area. Mm. So are we still assuming that he's still on Earth? Or what has happened yes. to change? Is it, we are? Yeah, he's still on Earth. <laughs> or are you just <laughs> trolls? For everyone. They're yes, trolls. Okay, but I didn't see any dragons in the first three games. That's why I'm wondering. Because this is North mythology. The other three games were... Uh... Greek mythology, and you see Hydras and Medusas. Yeah, I know that, but I'm trying to see if maybe it's a different world, or if something's changed to make the elements well, different. The, the God of War 1 through 3, was that on Earth? Yeah. yeah. Well, if you beat the first one, you see a cinematic of him going through being the God of War, World War 1, World War 2, mm-hmm. Vietnam War. Yeah, but that's what so. I'm saying. If, if, if they did have Hydras and Medusas and stuff like that, it could be argued that, like, well, if they have that on Earth, why wouldn't they have dragons? Yeah, maybe. And, you know, even the places you visit was like Athens. That's, mm-hmm. so. yeah, that's uh, by, by Western Camden. Yes. Down yeah. in Jersey. That's where we keep happening. <laughs> the best Chinese food. Or it's also Sparta, too, in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got Sparta. That's up north, though. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, Bitter enemies. Just, the game. <laughs> north and south. All right. Go on. Sorry. Um, so the game looks great. The weapons look cool. Um. The storyline looks great. This game looks great. Um, no release date yet, um, which I'm okay with. They're probably that'll definitely be one of the main games they show next E3. Um, probably with a fall release next year, I wouldn't be surprised if not pushed off till the following spring. Yeah. Yes. But this game does look good. Um, the gameplay looks great, and I can't wait to play it. And they're doing a really smart approach with the reboot aspect for people like Dan who haven't played the first three games, who might be looking for just the storyline to start off the bat with. So, I think they're doing a good job. Yeah. yeah, and it's also just called God of War. There's yeah. no one, four, five, it's just God of War. That's so right. That's... It's funny, because I'm so glad you said that, because I was looking at my notes, and we were talking about God of War, and I, I I was thinking four. I was like, oh, why didn't I write down four? And then you just said that. I'm like, that's why God I didn't write down four. four. I'm pretty sure I saw some runes on the, yeah. on the mm-hmm. uh, O. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We'll see what happens. Looks good, though. Um, Next thing on my list is The Last Guardian. Yep. We got a release date, October 25th. It looks like the game is actually going to come out. It looks like it's actually going to happen. Yeah. Finally. Yes, finally. Yeah. But, and if you want to play Last Guardian, you should 
play Shadow Colossus because that is the that is the prequel to Last Guardian. Isn't there another game though, ICO or something? <sighs> ICO? I don't know. I don't know. There are other games before this game that you should yeah. probably check out though. I think you can find them on PlayStation now though. So That's if you cool. want to just get that, get the subscription, play the games, to have an understanding in the background, that'll give you more of an incentive to get this game. Yes. But um, nothing really crazy. Showed more gameplay, things like that. But mm-hmm. it is what it is from the look of it. Next, they were jumped right into Horizon. This is where it really got my attention. <laughs> yes, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. What's Oof. the girl's name? Uh, Not Roe, I know that. Uh, Alloy. Alora. 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 or something. Alora. Louise. Something. Something. Louise. Um, she's just amazing. Um. More gameplay. More gameplay in a completely different setting. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot that they showed that they didn't show before, which I was so happy to and see. And I love it. Oh, I love it. It's yeah, like there was every, they hit every mark yeah. and they just kept on pulling me in. They showed, they, she, at one point, uh, one of the dinosaur robot things was coming to her and she mentioned it was corrupted. Yes. Now that's the thing. We did, that's the first we heard about any of that. So which, and then you see there was a corruptor. Which was another yes. animal I was coming after, and it, it had like a reddish color to it, like a reddish vibe, yes. which means to show that, which goes to show that there might be something corrupting them out there. That's what is doing that. What is the reason behind this? And mm-hmm. it took a little while to take that corruptor down. She had to use different weapons and have a little strategy there. And, and also uh, to mention it, it was an older version. That's right. That's yes. right. It was it was an yes. older model. Mm-hmm. So there's different generations of these machines as well. One thing I want to mention about the game is that if you've played Tomb Raider, it's going to give a, a Tomb Raider feel to it. At first, I didn't think about it, but they open up a, a map to the actual environmental aspects, and they actually show a breakdown of what kind of animal is in certain areas of the map. So you'll see, um, what, like, say, bison or whatever it is, the electronic aspect, very similar to um, Tomb Raider, where you have to find certain animals to get certain um, supplies for raiding them. So it looks like Horizon is going to be kind of a Tomb Raider type of feel. Um, there's multiple weapons. At first, I thought it was just going to be a bow and arrow, but they show multiple types of weapons from the bow and arrow to a slingshot type thing that stuns the enemy to a, um, like a, like a spear. Yeah, spear. And a staff that hacks. Yeah, a staff that hacks. Um, a wire gun that, like, like will shoot them. It's like a trapper. Yeah, a trapper. It'll it'll shoot them and stick to the ground so they can't move, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, and she also has a scanning ability. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the scanning ability a little bit, Dan. You tell us, Rudy. I don't remember that. Well, it's amazing. I can't believe you don't believe it. <laughs> I don't remember what you're talking about. I might have no. it written down as something else. Well, the scanning it. ability I was talking about was when she went to the moose or whatever it was, scanned it. I wrote that down as reprogramming. Yeah, animals. reprogramming. Yeah. Um, so scanning, reprogramming. She, what, the, what it pretty much is is she had the ability to reprogram it to obey her, yeah. in a sense. Mm-hmm. So she went to, I'm just going to call it a moose. She went to like a moose reprogrammed it and was able to ride it around the area. She's somewhat of a beast master, if you will. Okay. She can All control right. these animals. Taking it all to go. Techno master. There you go. Even better. Thank <laughs> you, Henry. That's why we got you here. Where did you get the hell out? She's a DJ. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that aspect more than anything because you can ride these animals. They, are, they can be companions um, and they can help you. Yeah. They can, you can cause them. You can mm-hmm. mount them. You can shoot. Shoot while being while, mounted. Well, yeah. No, shoot while you're mounting them. I think you said shoot no, while you're, you're right. I'm a little tired. You want to, be, <laughs> you want to shoot while being mounted. It's a little yeah, weird. Yeah, that's a very <laughs> different one. And very difficult to pull yeah. off, I have to assume. Yeah. 
But also, I also not a long horizon. Can... Not horizon. <laughs> <laughs> I also have to assume that you can use it as a distraction, though. Maybe there's an aspect where you're versing an enemy and you call your animal and it focuses on the mm. animal rather than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And you can yeah. actually attack that way. That'd be fun. What's that? A moose? Bam! Arrow to the neck. <laughs> yep. Yep. One one other thing they did in the in the game, which I thought was interesting, and this is from my Mass Effect roots, is I saw a dialogue wheel. Yes. When they were talking, mm-hmm. which goes to show they might. You might be able to influence certain people, get different uh, reactions by saying certain things in conversations. Maybe you could unlock something new to the story that you couldn't have done otherwise. So I always love seeing dialogue wheels and stuff like that, especially if it flows correctly. But uh, I was really hyped up when I saw that. Mm -hmm. I'm a freaking nerd, I guess. But Another thing I wrote down is that they keep mentioning this goddess. You know, the way we say, like, thank God or whatever. They keep mentioning a goddess. So, I mean, it's very subtle. But we've got to believe that now, because it's a different time period, who is the person that they pray to? Who is this person that they have so much faith in? And let's see if they have any connection to the animals. Yeah. For all you know, it is the the main character. Or the main character. Or it could be the AI that controls them. Exactly. That's what what I mean. It it could be any of those. Mm -hmm. What I also like is that there's elemental aspects to the game. Yes. Yes, Yes, there is. One of the the key things that she has is a scanning type of thing where she scans the, the, uh, the animal or whatever it is. And finds their vulnerabilities. Yep. Mm-hmm. She was scanning one of the uh, the uh, opponents and found that one of them was weak to fire. Mm-hmm. And then she had to change her, her weapons to a fire element mm-hmm. in order to verse it and weaken it to yeah, kill it. It yep. became more fire based. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, this game has so many different elements. It just looked and, and during the gameplay, you can pick up resources as well. Mm-hmm. Crafting, I assume, is in there. Mm-hmm. It, it's nonstop. Yeah. It's nonstop. So many it, it literally takes little bits and pieces of so many different games, crams them together and gives us one amazing game. Mm-hmm. And I've got to give it to Gorilla. Gorilla's been working on Killzone for so long. They haven't even released the game yet, and I feel like they nailed it. And I feel like they show that they can make really great games. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I'm just excited for it. Uh his release date is March seventh, twenty seventeen. Um I just can't wait. I really No, is it March seventh? I don't have a release February. Date. No, it's February. Um, last week, I believe, because it's like in that's competition right, right. with Wildlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Wildlands is March seventh. Yep. So excited yeah. for that game too. Sorry, Jeez. you really want to play that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, no, but Horizon is going to come out about the last week of February. Yeah, because um, they're like a week apart. Yeah, from which what I'm, you told me, which I'm okay with. But I'm, I'm honestly wouldn't be surprised if they push that back even further. I mean, we, Uncharted was expected around that same time, and it got pushed back. So maybe it gets pushed back. And I'll be fine if they do it. This game looks amazing, and I want them to take all the time in the world. And yeah. Gorilla makes a lot of great graphics. Oh, Have yeah. you seen Killzone, Killzone when it amazing. first came out? Yeah. That's it nice. was amazingly beautiful. Yeah. Design. Remember, I didn't have PS3, but I did have the PS2, and I did play Killzone. That's one of the reasons, the, one of the games I felt I, I missed out on when I got the 360. I was like, man, I loved Killzone. I really <laughs> wish I could get back into that. But, uh, you know, I have my 360. Anyway, I feel like this is, and if I could play Killzone 2 and 3 or Horizon, I think I know what I'm choosing. I'm picking Horizon all the way, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm glad I'm getting the, I got a PS4, I can jump back on their uh, their products and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anything else on Horizon? Nah, man. We we all play, I feel like we all paid so much attention to that damn yeah. game. Like, we talked about everything in there. Yeah. I know you can set up traps, too. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, just so many things. About <laughs> There's a lot of things. Game is that... just awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, Next game, I got on my list is detroit becoming human yep tell us about that dan looks like it looks great it It does (laughs) it does no um 
I don't know much about the game. You said it it, it had a lot heavy rain. People. Heavy, yeah, the, the heavy rain uh, was influenced by it, or yeah, vice versa. I'm sorry. I think the the the, the makers of heavy rain. Made there you go. Game. That's what it was. And um, but it, it seems very interesting. They they focus on like uh, Android, uh, I guess uh, people you could say. Um, so this this guy, he's on a he's on a rooftop. You find out he's like an android. There's another android holding this kid. He's like, I'm gonna shoot this kid. I'm gonna do it. And uh, the word for word dialogue. Yeah. And uh, don't the guy, do it. <laughs> the guy's just like, no, you can do that. And then they show like different things. Uh, at first, what is it? He tries to go get the guy, and then the guy gets shot. He falls off the thing. The kid falls, and the guy couldn't save him. Right. Um, no, he, no he, he just jumps. He just jumps off. He just jumps takes off the kid and takes him. Okay, that's somewhere. what it was. Um, so then they start showing all the different things that could have been, or at least we assume could have been, or maybe outcomes. Yeah, so it's like pretty much the the AI, not the AI, but the Android, the first one. He's thinking through all these different outcomes that you could do. You could talk the guy down, you could shoot at him, get him shot at, and the choices don't come when you meet the Android. You can make the choices even before, like you can pick up a gun. Uh, you can, you know, oh, like so you talk can take to actions that will yeah influence before you reach there. Mm-hmm. I got you. So there's. M- could be like twenty choices that you can make. Yeah, I, I did just, listen. I did listen to other uh, people that played Heavy Rain, and they did mention that uh, playing Heavy Rain that there was like twenty three different outcomes. Yeah, which is to get yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, um, and that was the way to get a platinum for Heavy Rain. Yeah, so I can only assume how many different types of outcomes this game's going to have. But yeah. um, it looks great, and it seems like to have a little bit of a detective aspect to it as mm-hmm. well. Yes, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. It just, it looked great. Uh, I don't think we have a release date yet on the game. Um, they're still, even though we saw a lot of it, they're still leaving a lot more open to really be interpreted about the game. So, I mean, we still don't know too much about it. But the there's also no gameplay good. either. It was just cinematic. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's right. But the concept looks great. Um, don't know too much about it, but they're doing a really great job of, you know, keeping us wanting more. Yes. Keeping us interested. Mm-hmm. So, that's really great. Mm-hmm. Um. And if you want to know more about the game Detective, uh, sh- Detroit, Detroit, human? Uh, play Heavy Rain. It give you like a little background to mm-hmm. it. And if you like Heavy Rain, you'll definitely like this. Mm-hmm. Anything else on that game? That's uh, nailed it. All right. Next thing on my list, we jump right into VR, I believe. Yeah, well, VR. And but uh, before they did show the VR, they kind of showed uh, Resident Evil, mm-hmm. which ended up being VR. Mm-hmm. A VR game, Bully uh, Resident Evil Seven, right? Mm-hmm. And that's coming out when January twenty fourth. Yep, January twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. And uh, if you're listening to this as of right now, at least it's um, it's up for uh, the demos up on PlayStation. Is well, not PlayStation for everything, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, well, I know the demos on PlayStation. I don't necessarily know if the demos on Xbox, but I know it's going to be a multi platform game. Yeah, they also integrated a full virtual reality aspect to it. At first, when they show us the game, they kind of just present VR without presenting Resi- the name Resident Evil. Yeah. So they could give you a, a creepy vibe to it and show you that VR can be scary. Yeah, then it turned out it was a Resident Evil and, game. Yeah, and they showed that it was Resident Evil 7. Everyone. That was awesome. Yeah. And I mean, it's coming out January, so the game has been production for so long. It's obviously ready to go. I don't expect that date to change, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks great. The, game, the gameplay looks great. Um, it's got a dark feel to it, Absolutely. and it even gave a little creepy vibe to it. Honestly, uh, to me, it looks like Resident Evil is trying to go back to its roots with that creepy vibe. I hope so. I really do hope so. There's one part where you open up a pot, and there's some roaches on you. It scared the shit out of me. That's all it took. <laughs> just, some, <laughs> just some roaches. I didn't give a damn about Screw the zombies. Once I find a roach, I'm like, ah! 
But I'm really excited, especially for full VR. I'm just hoping that uh they don't differentiate between the game. I'm hoping that the the full VR is also a part of the actual Resident Evil game, not you either buy VR or the game. So that way we can actually play both. But speaking about VR, um the one thing that they did give us is PlayStation VR is going to be available October 13th, 2016 um for 399.99 or $400. 39.99. 39.99. No. Maybe three uh three hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, and that's without the bundle. Um, if you get the bundle, it'll be another hundred. Comes with a game and I think a camera. So game, camera, and a another wand. another motion sensor. A motion sensor. I call it a wand. A wand. <laughs> and that's uh, they said that there's supposed to be fifty games. Yeah, like they have a lineup 50 of fifty games. games on launch. Fifty games. Yes. Uh, they touched on a couple of those games. Um, Farpoint. Which was like a first-person shooter. Looked really good. Looked really interesting. Graphics mm-hmm. looked on point. Mm-hmm. Um, might be the first first-person shooter they're gonna come with VR, but it does look pretty good. Gonna open up the doors for a lot of other first-person shooter games for mm-hmm. PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So, um, the graphics look good. The gameplay looks good. I'm interested. I'm I'm excited for it. Um, they showed some gameplay on Battlefront X Wing mission, which is pretty much you're flying around an X Wing but controlling it through virtual reality, which hundreds of thousands of fans have always wanted to do this in real life. So this really gives them a really chance to do this. Mm-hmm. Question is whether or not you're going to be able to get that alone or if you're going to have to buy Battlefront to play that. Mm-hmm. So it's another thing we're going to be looking forward in the future to see. Yeah, they called it the Battlefront VR mission. Huh? They called it the Battlefront VR mission, if I remember correctly. No, it was the, well, it might have been VR X-Wing mission. Okay, yeah. But, but uh, the fact that they say Battlefront in there feels like... Uh, Feels like a an add-on. Game. Feels more like an add-on. Um, they mentioned a Batman Arkham virtual reality game. Very surprising. Um, for a lot of people that have been out there, it it, it it's going to be made by Rocksteady. Rocksteady, same people who made the Arkham series, but I don't know how much detail they're going to put into the game. It might be like more of a simulation. It might be more of a short kind of game. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. Um, they also gave it an October release date. So yeah, which is very surprising. Yeah. So. I don't know how long Rocksteady's been working on this, but it's going to launch with the system. So, I mean, I don't I don't expect that to be pushed back. I feel like that's what they're hoping to push it right from the get-go. Yeah, so. I feel like that's going to be like a free like little throwaway demo type of game, to be honest with you. Like, it's going to be a game, but it's not going to be a game. game <clears> you know, it's just going to be a little like, hey, here, play this for fun. Try out your VR, see what it's like. But I'm still interested. Might open the door for other games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then they showed, uh, they showed some weird first-person virtual reality shooter for Final Fantasy 15, and it was literally like you're with the group, but you're just shooting a gun. Yeah, you get to play as Pronto, they called it. That's the guy's name, I guess. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. But it literally was just you shooting a gun at the enemy, and it really didn't look like you were doing too much damage anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it, That's probably going to be like a, like a, like a one-mission, two-mission thing. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to be too crazy. So I think what Sony's trying to do here is <clears throat> open up the realm of possibilities by showing it can be in these games yeah. and what it can look like, but I don't necessarily think they're trying to knock our socks off with that. Um, yeah, for VR, I mean, other than that, those are the main ones that VR was really showed off. Yeah. I'm still excited for it. I'm still going to get it. I think everyone at this table is going to get it, but um, I mean, I hope that they're going to open up things. I mean, I can't, I'd be awesome to play the X-Wing mission with you guys and fly around in space and work together as a group. I just know I'd be yelling at you guys the whole time. Stay, stay in group, stay in group, stay in formation. Yeah. Um, 
Then they they gave a big surprise. Crash Bandicoot remastered from the ground up. Yeah. That's Crash 1, 2, and 3. They're going to remaster those games. I mean, like, man, it's it's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's one thing to let us play the original games, but they're going to remaster them. And, I mean, what does that mean? Does that mean they're going to be the the same format? Are they going to be 3D? Like, who knows? Like, these games are going to be remastered from the ground up, brand new. But one argument can be made that if these games do sell well, if they do do um, a good job, who's to say they won't make another Crash? Yeah. They could always bring it back. Like, hey, people like it. People are buying it. Let's keep going with the series. let's bring it back. Or other series. Yeah. Jack and Daxter, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sly Cooper, Spyro, the Dragon. You never know. Spyro. Spyro. Oh, out there. Man. You never know. There's a they, lot of games out there. They did Ratchet and Clank. They're doing Crash Bandicoot. All these well, could really Well, Skylanders back. is Spyro. Oh, it's made well, by the same people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. I mean, this opens up doors of possibility. And he looked great. I mean, for Skylanders, he looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what's happening. And then the legend, Hodeo Kojima. The legend. The legend, Hodeo Kojima, comes out on his little white brick road. He just walked <laughs> down from the sky. <laughs> yeah, he descended upon us and told us about his next game. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> I love amazing. his entrance. He literally came out on his white brick road, came down, and was like, hi. It's, it's, me. Me. it's me. I'm back. I'm back <clears throat> with a vengeance. And he's like, and here is my game running in real time in real time and who do we see in that video dan who do we see running in real time i can't remember his name he's norman reed from the walking dead that i don't enjoy yes for all of you his name is norman reed as negative as the day he was born oh my god his bare ass he was he's attached to a baby he's in shape (laughs) with an umbilical yeah they had little black hands on him like little black handprints i don't know a very weird confusing game the game's called Death Stranding. Um, it looks very dark. It looks like a Silent Hill type of feel to it. Yeah. Um, There's a bunch of dead whales. Yeah. A lot of dead everything on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the world is gray. Yeah, the world is gray. And then we saw, like, like, and then we saw five figures hovering mm-hmm. in the air. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. I mean, obviously this game is nowhere near. I don't even know if this game is getting started working on development yet. Yeah, yeah. But um, looks great if that's the way the graphics are going to be. Odeo mm-hmm. always puts so much effort into actual story of a game. So, oh yes. yeah. <laughs> so he's the one who made the Metal Gear Solid franchise, and he takes his time. He takes his yes. sweet time. With he him. makes sure it's perfect. And that's exactly. Let the man. And do I love his that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, let the man do his thing. Let him make a good game. So I mean, for and he will make a good exactly. game. He always does. Yeah. And he's working closely with Sony. This is not going to be a cross game. This is going to be an independent, um, yep. solo game for PlayStation. So. I'm extremely excited for it. This is definitely like two, three years out, but mm-hmm. it's going to be good to see it as it progresses through time. Oh, yeah. Ah, we're almost there, almost ladies there. and gentlemen. The last two, the biggest <laughs> talks. And they were two very big ones. Oh, my gosh. They were the biggest. Yeah. So made by Insomniac, we have Spider-Man. Spider-Man. PlayStation 4, for the PS4. exclusive. That's just incredible. <sighs> That is incredible, the fact that you can say that. Yeah, PlayStation 4 exclusive. Just think about it. Hashtag PS4 Spider-Man. Yeah. For those of you who don't know too much about Insomniac, they're the ones who made the Ratchet & Clank uh, franchise. Um, They made Resistance. They made uh, Sunset Overdrive on Xbox One. These guys are great developers. They're extremely innovative. They make some of the best-looking games, some of the most innovative and, like, like out of this world type of games. 
especially with weapons and things like that. And when we saw Spider-Man coming in, um, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, you could literally have made this a cinematic movie the yeah. way that looked. Mm-hmm. And this was actual gameplay. This wasn't, I mean, some of it was cinematic, but there was a lot of gameplay in the game. And you could barely tell the difference between the two. Yeah. The gameplay looked amazing. Um, the motions looked amazing. Um, the fluidity, his aerobics, everything. Um, Insomniac is extremely proud of this. Marvel was tweeting about it right after they showed it, and they're extremely excited about this. And I mean, we already saw. For those of you who didn't or who did or didn't see, Spider-Man was in the Civil War movie. They're planning on making his own movie. So obviously, this is a great way to promote the movie and to promote the yes. game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just so, hope the game and the movie aren't really related like yeah, previous Spider-Man uh, games. I hope it's on its own thing, mm-hmm. which it looks like it will be, but I just I really, really hope they don't do that. Yeah, but I mean, this is the thing, though. I mean, we're going to finally see one of the like more top developers work on a, a really a superhero game. Yeah. You know, Rocksteady, which is pretty much owned by Warner Brothers, focuses on their games. But you're giving this to Insomniac, which has proven itself time and time again to make innovative games. And this game looks absolutely beautiful. Um, I can't wait. Everything about it looks great, and it's just so different. I mean, Spider-Man is Spider-Man. You'd be going around New York, and you'd be doing a lot of things, but the way it looks, the fluidity, like, they're really, I, I'm speechless. They're really, it's going to be amazing. I cannot wait, and it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Like, you're not going to be able to get Spider-Man on Xbox. No. You can't sit and wait and be like, yeah, I can't wait. If anything, this is going to push people who love Spider-Man who don't have a PlayStation to be like, I got to get a PlayStation. I gotta get a PlayStation because I love Spider-Man. That game looks great. You have to admit, it's a little surprising that it hasn't been an exclusive before. I mean, Sony owned Spider-Man rights in the movies. I mean, that's kind of like a little, you know, connection right there. You know, you're surprised that it went to all these other ones. I mean, it it makes sense that it is specifically on PS4. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't don't know how they did it, but they're 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 completely confident. They probably looked at the sales of their consoles and was like, "Oh, we can make this money back really easily." Yeah, yeah, and I can't wait. I'm I'm ready to pre-order it. I'm ready to get it. That game looks beautiful. And if anything, I'm more excited about the fact of how many doors this game can open, as far as like major developers really working on a game. Like Sucker Punch makes made the infamous games, and if they're not working on Spider-Man, what might they get? You know what I mean? Maybe Ubisoft gets a Daredevil game. Who knows? Like there's so many realms of possibilities and. All we need is for Insomniac to knock this out of the park. Not for nothing. I don't know if I trust Ubisoft with the Daredevil game. Just saying. They're making Wildland. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Didn't they also make The Division? <laughs> I got nothing to say about that. <laughs> See, if, if, I, if Ubisoft would make a game, I think it would be kind of a Punisher game since it's a shooting game. Yeah, maybe. You know? Maybe. I just said Daredevil That's just because of them. The kind of hawk vision for Assassin's Creed and things like that. Mm-hmm. All I gotta say oh, is yeah. I'm I can't wait. No no release date anytime soon, but I would not be surprised if it launched around the same time the movie comes out, which is probably like two years out anyway. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but I cannot wait. And then is there anything else you guys want to say before we get to the last game? Last game then. Days Gone. Days Gone. Made by Sony Bend. Dead don't ride. Yes, and dead they don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know about Days Gone, brand new game, brand new IP, uh, made by Sony Bend. And at first, it looked like you were some type of mercenary on a motorcycle going from town to town, yeah, you being a bounty like hunter, yeah, yeah. like that. 
Um, apparently, he does say he's a bounty hunter in the game, but they show gameplay at the very end where you're pursuing the person that you're trying to get the bounty on, and you're attacked by some little monster. Kind of look like, uh, what did it look like, Dan? Gollum or Smeagol. Smeagol. My precious. Um, and he attacks you, it jumps on you, and you have to kill it. And you realize that that's, that's a kid. He just killed the child. He just killed the kid. A, <laughs> like really? a, a crazed, bald, bald, naked boy or girl. Only one of us is precious, and he killed him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, as the gameplay progresses and you're looking for the bounty, you end up on the top of a roof. And when you look down, you see a huge, huge horde of like zombie-type creatures. Yeah, what we could believe is zombies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, but I'm talking about like World War Z, like thousands of these guys running full yeah. speed at you. Look like Left 4 yeah. Dead. Yeah, tumbling over each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, the gameplay looked great. It looked literally like Last of Us. Um, yeah, it would, like when they first showed it before they showed the zombies and the little mingle baby, mm-hmm. whatever. I really, I was looking. I was like, wow, this, this looks so much like Last of Us. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. A little, a little part of me was like, maybe, maybe it's in that world. Yeah, you know, I was I was like a little intrigued, and then when I saw that, and uh, it was crazy, man. As the guy's making his way through the building or whatever, they just kept coming at him. This giant full horde, speed, man, full speed, and he's shooting at them. And uh, as you pointed out, Rudy, uh, you you shot that, you shot at them. They went down, and you didn't necessarily have to shoot them in the head. Mm-hmm. You know, you you could just shoot them; mm-hmm. they would just go down. But they just kept coming, man. They yeah. just kept coming. You you kill like the first five, and then like the next twelve are right oh. behind them coming at you. Yep. Yeah. We don't know if they're zombies. We don't know if they're just infected individuals but they if anything they kind of remind me of the creatures from uh i am legend like kind of mm-hmm. like that yep. yep um but these guys are coming full speed and they come in groups large large groups and it was it was amazing the gameplay was great the graphics were out of this world um i'm just extremely excited for it um if anything it ends off with you stranded with thousands of them around you still coming to get you but, but it makes me wonder and hope that this is also another open world where it's like, I got to find a way to get my ass back to my motorcycle and get the fuck out of here and find a way for them to get away from me because they're just going to keep on coming. Which, which brings me to a, a point that I've made on the Walking Dead TV show a bunch of times. If this is zombie related, why is that man riding one of the most loud vehicles there is and attracting his attention? Because he's cool. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. I don't care though. I don't care. Yeah. I'll be cool. I'm always gonna try to bring logic into it. Yes, thank you, Dan. But I I can't wait. I'm really excited to see that game. It it if for me, if it's just gonna be another Last of Us, I'm really excited for it because Last of Us and this game for me can alternate years. You can literally bring me a Last of Us every two or three years and this game every other two or three years, and I will just keep waiting and keep eating up all this great content. So I mean that's that's everything for me. I'm I'm excited. They blew us away. They showed us all the games. Showed us things we wanted. Still can't change our fucking names. I'm still gonna be control alt delete until they decide to change that. Which they're not going to. Bro, if that's gonna happen, that's that's PlayStation Five right there. I didn't get Cuphead. You're stuck with this for a generation. I didn't get Cuphead. I didn't get to change my name. You didn't get Cuphead. I didn't get Mass Effect. How's that? Yep. But that's it. That's, that's, I think I got everything I wanted. Thank oh, you. Well, good for well, you. Good for you. We're glad, glad you're right. Right. Except for one thing. What is that? I didn't get Sword Art Online. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sword Art Online. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, come on. Red Dead Redemption Red Dead. 2. Okay. A, a Last of Us Last mention. 
Mm. Like there's there's a couple there's things a couple out there. Out. I mean, we, I'm happy with what we got, but there's yeah. a couple things where I'm like, hey, what hey, the hell's going on? You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna change my name. You just want one simple thing. Just make a new account, man. No, no, no. no. I've got so many trophies. No, no. One day, just keep dreaming. One day, day. send a letter. Maybe you don't know. How many people do you think sent letters (laughs) and kiss my ass? You getting that back? What? What? I see you're getting that back on a letter. Kiss my ass. Yeah, yeah. Signed your yours truly by um, Shuei Yoshida. Shuei Yoshida. I'm just be happy I have him sign something. I'm like, you know, <laughs> we didn't get Kingdom Hearts either. Yeah, but I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that game, that I, game's probably nowhere near being done, and I'm fine with that. Don't don't keep teasing me with this game. Just just keep moving. I want another yeah. tease. No, I don't want teases. I'm waiting. I'll just wait. I want Mass Effect. <laughs> it's all right, Dan. It's coming. Wait till November seventh. Yeah, we'll see. Any final thoughts? I thought the conference was amazing. I think PlayStation won. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, that's what yeah. they have. Overall, won. though, the conference, uh, not, well, all the conferences overall, they were mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. Um, even even EA, you know, like they mm-hmm. all they all had stuff that they brought to the table. They were all good. Uh, granted, I think Sony and Microsoft did the best, but uh, they all had great conferences. You know, I felt like it was a good year. Yeah. And I can't wait for E3 again next year. But that's <laughs> the thing, though. This game doesn't. This game is. I mean, this conference didn't make me feel like. I need to see more next E3. It gave me everything I needed. Now I can just play the games, just wait, and see what's going to come next year. Well, I'm glad you feel that gave way. Gave me closure, huh? What'd you say, Dan? I said, I'm glad you feel that way. You're just going to wait till November 7th. And wait. I, want, I, I want, want Mass Effect. <laughs> and I want <laughs> Sorry, Dan. You're going to have to keep waiting. I will. All right, guys. If you watch the E3 conferences, you know, our, you see our enjoyment, you know our enjoyment, and you also feel our pain. Uh, if you didn't, I suggest you check them out. They're all on YouTube, and you know, stay on your local websites for updates. And I'm just going to after this conference, I'm gonna I'm gonna go right on my PlayStation and start playing some games. I'm already <laughs> ready to play. I'm excited. Yeah. And yeah, that's about that'll about do it for us. We Bill will be back on our regular schedule on Fridays week by week. So look forward to seeing a new episode this Friday. All right, that about does it. Take us away, Dan. Well, guys, this has been another episode of A Couple of Wise Guys, and we know we made your day better. You can catch us here every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find our handles in the podcast description.